Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. And what I, what's on my mind this morning is, is discipleship. Um, and I was, thinking, uh, I was thinking about my, my father, I, the, the story of, of my discipleship. There's like a, a lineage of it. My dad led this Bible study um, in this college campus, and he led a young man uh, to the Lord. That young man um, led uh, one of the pastors that I was discipled by uh, years years later uh, to the Lord. Uh, and and then um, there's this. I was just looking back at like there's this just chain reaction, this chain effect of of discipleship. Uh, that I can track back in my life, and and when I look at it and think about it, I'm like, oh man, I hope I live up to all that. But uh, but I was I was thinking about just how vital, how pivotal uh, discipleship has been in in, in arriving in me and in, in my life being here. Um, and I was thinking about the words of Jesus about how he says, go into all the world and make disciples of many nations. There are a lot of things that we want to do, but discipleship should always be at the top of the list. Um, and, uh, and so I, I feel like God gave me a, a couple of thoughts here. I was, I was thinking about how um, discipleship, when it comes to discipleship, there's a, there's a difference between uh, where you want to lead people and where you actually lead people. There, there can be a difference, uh, depending upon your approach, depending upon um, how intentional you are. If, it, if it's, it's not actually real discipleship, if it's not intentional, uh, if you're not being intentional about it, you're, you're still leading people somewhere, um, but the, the discipleship that Jesus talks about might not be happening if you're not intentional. And so I had a couple of thoughts that I wanted to share uh, about intentional discipleship. Um, first thought, you got to make the vision plain. Habakkuk 2.2, then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he, uh, I was thinking about how nobody builds uh, a house based on gut instinct. No one, no one builds a house based on, uh, on just feeling. You don't just go in, get some lumber. You know what? I think yeah, this just feels like the right angle, and then just put it together. Like it, it doesn't doesn't quite work that way. You might wind up with a structure at the end of it, but that structure is not going to last the test of time. Um, every uh, house is built with blueprints, with a plan. There is a roadmap. There is a way uh, that we're going that is written out, and and I believe the same intentionality should uh, come into play when it comes to discipling people uh, into followers of Jesus, into builders of the church, into people that move forward the kingdom of heaven. Uh, there's got to be a plan. There's got to be a roadmap, uh, a direction that you're going to go. And, and you're, you're going to have, uh, well, I, I remember in my experience with discipleship, growing up in this house, learning how to, like, meet with people and lead people. Uh, man, for so long, I had no idea. Uh, Pastor Ben's best efforts, leadership every week, I had no idea what I was doing uh, trying to uh, lean into people's lives. Uh, for some reason, it, it, it took a while before it clicked for me. I remember going to meetings with people, um, showing up, no plan, no thoughts about it, just this is going to be great. Hopefully God will do something in this meeting and walking out and be like, what did I just spend an hour and a half doing? 
or two hours doing? Why was I there this whole time? Uh, it took me a while to realize that when you're going to meet with someone, uh, it needs to be on purpose. That you got to have some kind of plan. So uh, people that uh, that go on on, on dates, the, the smart young man goes into a date with a couple of ideas of questions to ask the young lady to get to know her better, to stimulate conversation. Uh, and the smart leader will go into a coffee or into a meeting or a dinner with a couple of questions that they want to ask, a couple of things that they have in mind to talk about. Um, you know, I, I, I think Pastor Ben had, had said it uh, some point years ago, just talking about every, uh, you know, wanting to uh, encourage someone er, er, every time he meets with them. He, he effortlessly does this. Um, but for those of us, it's not effortless. Uh, it should become a part of the plan that when you go in to a meeting, there are things that you want to accomplish. My personal ones, if I'm going to sit down with someone, uh, I want to ask them. You know, I want to ask them about uh, if it's first time sitting down with someone. I want to ask them their story. I want to know about that. Absolutely. Uh, I want to find out, you know, about the relationship with Jesus. Um, and I want to also find a way to encourage them, to build them up, to lift them up, let them know where they're doing well. Ask enough questions to find something that I can point to and say, hey, I want you to know you're doing better than you think. I want you to know uh, that you are loved. And I want you to know that like the reason that you're, are you being at our church? We're just so grateful. It's a gift. Like there, there are certain things that are part of the roadmap, the plan that I bring with me. And I think the more that we're intentional about these kind of things, uh, it, it changes our coffees. It, it changes our lunches. It makes them not just time spent, um, but an investment of time in the building of an individual. Um, when it comes to leading people, we've got to know what, uh, if, if we're trying to disciple someone, we, we need to know where we want them to end up. What's the end goal for this person? Where, where do we want them to, 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 how do we want them to sound, look, talk like, be like on the other side of the time that we have with them? Uh, what, what is our personal goal for them? Do we want them to be someone that can speak in a crowd with confidence, someone that knows how to, to pray for someone, someone uh, that has a more in-depth knowledge of, uh, of, of the word of God? We, we got to have some kind of roadmap that, that, we, that we have for them, but also we got to know how do they want to grow? What are their goals? What are their, uh, what are their dreams? What are their hopes? How do they want to be better at the end of 2023? How do they want to be a better father, a better, better friend? Um, how, do they want to, how do they want to be sharper? And we help them get there. That becomes the roadmap, prayerfully, thinking through where do I want them to be and what do they want to do as well. Uh, that helps us uh, to make sure that every time we meet, we can move, uh, move it just one step forward. You know, right now, as a leadership team, uh, as a staff, what one of the things we're thinking about every single Sunday uh, in the lobby. We're talking to people afterwards. We're not just hanging out and tickling one another, but we're actually wanting to know uh, how can we, how can we, I mean, maybe some of us are, but you can edit that out, Noah, uh, or uh, Randall, uh, but, uh, but how can we move, no, you can't, haha, how can we move people forward? That's the thing we want to know. How can we move people one step forward? We, we, we got to know with the people that we're trying to lead and disciple, um, where we're trying to get them. We make this clear. Uh, and when we do this, you, you write that down. You maybe share a note with them, uh, this person that you're meeting with. Hey, th these are my hopes for you, and this is what you said you want to do. And so we're going to we're gonna have this, and we're going to look at this at the end of six months and just kind of see where we are. And, um, and that, that's how people grow. You make the vision plain, and then people can run. Um, next thing, uh, Jesus said, do unto others uh, what you would have them do to you. Uh, and in leadership, I think that we need to, uh, we just need to do what we want others to do. We need to do what we want them to do 
to do. You look at the story of Jesus. You see him uh, in his ministry. He says to these people that don't think they're deserving of it, come and follow me. And then as they're following him, he takes them from town to town, uh, not just preaching and teaching, um, but loving people, uh, inviting in the uh, the outsider, the outcast, um, laying hands on and healing the demon-possessed and the sick, uh, doing all these incredible things. And then there are two moments where, one, he sends out the 12 disciples to go and do as he did. And then he sends out 72 to go and do what he did. And they went out and did what Jesus did. They went out and they did what they saw him doing. Uh, in, a, in another place, you look at the life of Paul. Uh, and he's talking about how in these different places... Um, he was working alongside. Uh, he was he was coming and jumping into life with the the people that he was the churches that he was building. Um, he was uh, a tent maker, working hard alongside them, not just teaching and then telling them to go do. But he was right there in the dirt, right there in the mud, right there in the middle, getting uh, rocks thrown at him, getting. Um, you know, beaten up, uh, getting lowered in a basket out of a city so no one would end his life. He was, he was putting in the work right in front of them, doing the things that he was then telling them to do. When he would tell them to be patient and kind, they would remember the moments that they saw him uh, spat on, that they saw him cursed out, that they saw him chased. Uh, he wasn't calling them to go anywhere that he wasn't willing to walk himself, not just pointing out the way to go, but doing uh, what he was telling them to do as well. Um, if we want people to be able to cast vision, uh, we tell them, hey, I want you to learn how to cast vision. Come with me and pay attention as I do this. Uh, I want you to lead this way. Come and watch me as I, I do this thing. And I, I want you to know that when, it, when I'm saying do what you want them to do, I'm not just talking about task. Uh, the skill sets that we all have, and there are many uh, represented in this room, are so important. But more important than the skill sets are, are the heart level stuff, the integrity, the character, um, what relationship with Jesus looks like. We actually have to have people close enough to our lives that they can see how we do those things. Uh, apparently in rabbinical tradition, uh, discipleship looked like, uh, rabbinical discipleship looked like, uh, people being so close so often that when the rabbi uh, when the, when the rabbi went up the mountain the disciples went up the mountain when the rabbi was eating the disciples were eating they were so close that they were paying attention to how he did everything now listen I'm not saying you need to have people move in your home and just watch you as you do your day to day uh, I mean if the grace of God is on you for that praying for you go as he calls you to go. Uh, but there is an element with this discipleship. One, discipleship doesn't happen, um, you know, at, at, at a distance. Um, people have to come close. We have to open our lives up enough to where they can see us, see what's real. Because if we try to not show them what's real and just try to teach them to be a certain way, uh, the real comes through. The real comes through. Um, and so we've got to make sure that, uh, that we are duplicating uh, the heart, the conviction, the character as well. One of the things that I love, uh, shout out K-Mars. Um, I remember, um, I, I've seen shout out K-Mars, Lacey, other, so many people actually in this room I've seen do this. You don't need to know everything to lead well. You don't need to know everything to lead well. But you do need to be confident that you're the leader called for that thing. Um, and, and maybe what the example that you're giving is not how to do all the things, but 
I'm a leader. I, I, I'm, I'm running this, and I'm going to lead with humility. I don't know all the answers, um, but let's figure this out together. I've seen some incredible examples of that, and it's in those moments uh, when you're leading with humility, when you have an opportunity to display character, when you have an opportunity to be integrous. These people that you're holding close, that's what they're going to duplicate. That's what they're going to look to. That's what they want, they're going to try to reproduce in their own lives. If you want people to be desperate for God, you've got to lead with def- desperation for God. Um, if you want people to learn the, t- the culture of this house, that's got to come out of you, uh, not just out of your mouth. It's got to come, you've got to be believing the best in real time. And then the people that you've brought close will see um, how to believe the best in those moments. Uh, one of the next things I, I was going to say that I, I've just learned is just monumentally important. This is as basic as basic can be, but it's also as significant uh, of a thing that we can have when it comes to discipleship. Um, we need to be praying for those that we lead. No, no brainer, right? Sounds basic, right? Uh, the story that is in my mind when I say this is I'm thinking of um, when Paul is writing a letter to Timothy and he's encouraging him to fan into flame uh, the gift that Timothy received when uh, the elders of the church laid hands on him and prayed for him. I'm thinking about sometimes, yes, baby, that was cute. Uh, sometimes when we're, when we're leading uh, or just in church life, how easy it can be to, to say I'm praying for you. But this, that little story tells me that when we lay hands on one another and we pray for one another, there are actually giftings that can be unlocked in people's lives. When we are close enough to lay hands on someone uh, and pray for, for their next season, for their future, for whatever difficulty, uh, that proximity in prayer, uh, there are things that can be unlocked and released and awoken in someone. Uh, we're not just called... The crazy thing is we have our goals and we have the things that we want people to grow in, uh, places that we want to get them to go, but there are things that only God knows that can awaken and erupt in their life that happen by you being close, asking questions, and when there is pain, you pray for it to be healed. When there is brokenness, you pray for wholeness to happen. When there is confusion, you you pray for clarity. Uh, When there is uncertainty about future, uh, you call down the future that God has for them, and it's in some of those special moments of praying for those people. Uh, that God can do things in them that you could never hope to do. Um, and practically, maybe that just looks like you setting a reminder on your calendar um, to pray for them at some point in the day. Uh, intentionality uh, combined with um, an authentic lean into God uh, for this person, uh, who, who knows? Maybe, maybe that's what making every effort looks like for you in your leadership and discipleship this year. Um, the way that we lead others, uh, when I think about, you know, this, this gift that was, pu- that was awoken in Timothy that he received, uh, I wrote down that the way that we lead others uh, should not lead to closing off of possibilities, but unlocking gifts uh, that God has given people, unlocking future that God has for one another. Um, you know, a, 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 a real thing, too, is when you're leading people, um, sometimes you don't know the way to go. Sometimes there's an issue that pops up that you don't know how to, how to, how to change it, how to address it. There are, uh, I, I've had conversations with people, and I've felt this with leaders before, where I'm spending this time, and I feel like we're not going anywhere. We're not moving forward. Nothing's shifting. Nothing's changing. Um, 
time in prayer, time where you are open uh, before God and desperate for him to let you know the way to go concerning this, this person, uh, that's vital. Sometimes that's the only, often that's the only way forward to truly lead them well, to truly disciple and shape them well. We've got to be on our knees um, about our own life, yes, but about the people that we are called to serve and lead uh, this next generation. They, they need us to be the leaders that pray for them. Um, and when they tell you, this is what I'm praying for, make sure that you treasure that. Make sure that you capture that. Um, because if someone that you are pouring into um, opens up to you that, hey, this is what's on my heart. This is what I'm, I'm hoping God will do. Um, we, we, we can't just pass over that. That's got to become everything to us because uh, it's everything to them. Um, and when they see that you passionately care about and will be lifting up what they passionately care about and are lifting up, um, they trust you more. They, they're, they're open to you more, open to you being that leader in their life, open to you um, having shaping conversations, open to you letting them, hey, maybe this isn't the right way to go. They trust you because of your care. Um, and there's, yeah, there's no better prayer to pray than asking uh, God to give you wisdom for how to lead someone. Because uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a Hillsong song where Taya sings this, this line saying, um, she sings to the Holy Spirit saying, all my best ideas are yours. Uh, will all of your best ideas for how to lead people and how to move forward as a leader uh, will come from the Holy Spirit, will come from that time in his presence, will come from you humbling yourself before God and acknowledging, God, I can't lead this person. Uh, I don't know how to do this. You're trusting me with much, um, so you show me the way. Lead me. Uh, and, and lastly, I'm thinking about that parable of the sower. Um, that's how we've got to think about people in our, in our lives. Um, the interesting thing about church is you never know how long you have the person that you're investing in. Um, you know how to, we, we, we've been given the wisdom from pastor on, on where our time needs to go. People that are hungry to grow. Uh, we care about everyone, but the bulk of our time goes to the people that, that, uh, that their desire is to grow, their desire is to move forward, their desire is to be healthy, these kind of things. We, we can identify that. Um, but one thing we don't have control over um, is how long we have them. You might have a moment of time with someone where God is calling you to invest. Uh, and so we want to make sure that even if it's just for a season, we want to make sure that we're investing well for that season because we don't know what's on the other side God does. Um, he, he, he is organizing all of this existence and life and vision and mission and purpose and his will in the world from a perspective that we'll never have. But maybe uh, that the way that God has called you to lean into this individual um, that might be great on your team uh, for Four months, five months, but then uh, they really feel like God is calling them in their heart to actually leave your team and maybe go to another spot or, or maybe be the one uh, that launches out for, I don't know, New Heart Africa, the whole continent of Africa. Uh, you know, you, you, just, you just never know. But, we, but I, I want to make sure that we are intentional with our discipleship, with our investment into people, with our stewardship of what God is, is putting in our hands, because he's literally trusting us with, with, with these one, these two, these three. And when we can be trusted with those few, there will be more on the other side. And so um, that's all I have this morning. Let me pray for you, and uh, we'll go from there. Father, I thank you that you trust us. I thank you, God, that you trust us. You've seen...
our mistakes. You've seen our best and our worst, and you trust us. You have called us according to your purpose, uh, and, and the purpose that you've given us, God, is people, Lord. Would you help us to steward that well? Would you help us to lead well? Would you help us to be introspective enough to know what needs to shift and change inside of us so that we can lead better? Would you give us the grace uh, to be on our knees before you, not just for our lives, but for the lives of those you're entrusting us with? Would you help us to do this well? We want to make disciples of every nation, um, but we know that, that you know the best way to do it. Um, we want to trust you with that, God. We want to have our eyes fixed on you as we walk that out. We love you, Lord. We're grateful for who you've put in our hands, put in our, our sphere already, um, and uh, we're excited for what's to come. In Jesus' name we pray. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.